The goal of this podcast is to offer a platform for people to tell their personal stories about how the recent U.S. political climate has directly affected them. There may be times when you find yourself disagreeing with the opinions or experiences described on this podcast. We're not here to judge or take sides, so please listen with an open mind and heart. Welcome to Community Voices. We're listening. Welcome to the second episode of Community Voices We're Listening. On this episode, my co-host Adil Bari interviews me about growing up in Richmond, my experience at Virginia Tech, and my coming out process. Thanks so much for listening, and we hope you enjoy. All right, so Kayla, uh, you were born and raised in Richmond. That's right. In the state of Virginia. Yep. What was that like? Richmond is a great city. Um, I had, I had a lot of fun in Richmond. It was good. I went through all my years there. I've, I've lived in Richmond my whole life, actually. I haven't lived in a different city. Mm-hmm. And, um, my whole family lives in Richmond, so that was great because I had my parents and my cousins and grandparents, both sides, both sets of grandparents wow. living there. Um, yeah, so it was, it was great. Very, I grew up, I had a great, like, childhood, very family-oriented and, Awesome parents, awesome, awesome grandparents. And um, so, yeah, great childhood and loved growing up in Richmond. And I've been lucky enough to meet your parents and grandparents yeah, on both sides. So, you did. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it was definitely, uh, I think I could see the, the closeness that you have in your family. And I think it's, it's definitely, uh, I can see it being transferred to you as well. Like, you know, <laughs> like the way you are close with your brother. So that's good to see. Yeah. And did it feel like, so as somebody who's an outsider, I've always been confused about Virginia. Do you f- <laughs> feel like it's part of the, the Southern hospitality th- aspect or is it just the, just the Virginia thing? Yeah, I, I don't know. I never really thought of Virginia as like the South uh-huh. that much, but it kind of is. And I guess when I went to Blacksburg, to Virginia Tech, right. that's more South, I guess. But it's kind of like in the middle not, it's not north, but I right. don't know that I'd consider it south either. Somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Okay, so you just mentioned Virginia Tech. So mm-hmm. was it uh, 2009? How did you end up in uh, Virginia Tech? Yeah, it was, or was close, that decision? 2010. 2010, yeah. okay. And how, what was that decision like? Like, Was it with your parents that you decided on a set of colleges, or was it just Virginia Tech? Yeah, I had, um, I had a couple schools. I applied to six schools total. Yeah. So I applied to a um, couple North Carolina schools, so Chapel Hill in North Carolina and University of Wilmington um, by the beach, so that was uh-huh. cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then University of Richmond, which both my parents went to, and that's where they met. So I always grew up like watching basketball games at University of Richmond. I was like, I'm going to be a spider. So like, I was obviously going to apply there. Is, that, the, is that their uh, nickname? Yeah, the, the Richmond Spiders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So um, that was kind of like the family school, mm-hmm. basically. So I applied there, and it's it's actually a good school too. So I wasn't forced to apply; it was, it was definitely my choice. Um, and then obviously Virginia Tech, I applied to JMU, and then Longwood also. Okay. Um, so four Virginia schools and two North Carolina schools. So no, I wasn't going too far. Nothing like you. 
Yeah, that that <laughs> was sort of like my intention to ask you. Like, I barely left the state, <laughs> much less the country. So you did consider leaving the state, but you didn't I did. leave the state. Yes. Okay, that's, yeah, that's and I actually think that that's one like huge pro of Virginia is that we have so many universities that are really good within state, and if you don't have to pay out of state tuition, then might as well go in state. So I think that's kind of how I was thinking about it. I wish I had that option. In state. <laughs> in state, yeah. yeah. That, well, I think. <laughs> exactly. We are lucky that you ended up in Virginia Tech because I ended up in Virginia Tech, <laughs> and that's how we met. Exactly. So that's that's good. So you, you know, like you went to for undergrad and you stayed on for mm-hmm. grad school. Yeah, I didn't get enough abuse right after <laughs> undergrad, so I continued that for a couple more years. So what was the like the undergrad? Did you f- feel like it was uh, something which was a completely different experience to what you had went through in your middle school, high school? Yeah, it definitely was. And I, I think college was definitely my favorite of the school years, for sure. Like, I think it was um, it was challenging because it's the first time that you're on your own and everything and right. trying to figure out, like, what you want to do with your life and who you are and, like, learning about your friends and everything too. So there, there's a lot going on when you go to college. Yeah. Um, so I think it was daunting, but it was definitely the most fun too. Like it was way better than high school for sure. Okay. So you, yeah. for you, it was college was better than high school. Oh yeah. Oh, that's good. Definitely. And is it, is it something which, uh, so you're the elder one of two siblings. Yes. So <laughs> was it, so when you switched from being, living with your parents and going to, uh, college on your own was it initially did the change overwhelm you or was it something which uh, you managed to you know, sort of get adjusted to very quickly yeah I think that's a really good question because I think I did struggle with it in the beginning like I, I still remember like before going to college freshman year like that week leading up to it like I was excited but right. I was very nervous too because I'm like am I going to make friends like I'm not going to know anybody there and right. like I don't know, because I was going into engineering, too. I was like, I don't know that, like, that's what I want or if I could even do it, because I, I was, like, sure that it was going to be hard. Um, so, yeah, I think I was, there were definitely a lot of nerves for me <laughs> before going to college. Yeah, I can, I can completely <laughs> see that. Yeah. I, I think in my case, I was lucky that I was in the same city as my, where my parents lived, so I didn't go through that same experience. Grad school was similar. Yeah. So I know that you have some very strong views on the way the the education system, especially the undergrad system works. Do you feel like it's there's areas where it can improve or because you they put in put you under in a situation where you have to decide what you want to do sort of like straight on like as soon as you go into uh, uh, like undergrad is that something which you manage to navigate easily or you struggled to find your right spot, as they say. Yeah, yeah, I definitely, it was, it was hard. I think when I came in freshman year, I kind of, it's kind of like the stereotypical, like I was good at math and science, so I went for engineering. So that was right. kind of, and it was, I just figured it was easier to start in engineering than try to transfer later. So I decided to, you know, start going for it, and then um, I ended up getting into engineering, and but I still wasn't sure if that's what I wanted. And... Um, it was really hard, especially like the intro classes and everything. And right. yeah, um, very tough, but I got through that stuff. And then, and then you kind of, 
then they, you know, you have to make sure, or you have to figure out exactly what you want to do within engineering, because engineering has, like, you know, seven different <laughs> disciplines Tracks, or whatever yeah. at, at tech that you can pick. So that was kind of hard, too, like, narrowing that down. Yeah. Um, and I guess I eventually went for civil engineering, um, which is what you do, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And I think I went for civil because it's more, like, I, I was intrigued by how I like the transportation mm-hmm. side of it because I really liked the impact that you can have with transportation because everybody drives like it impacts everybody. Um, so true. I was thinking that you could kind of make the biggest difference if you're going through uh, the transportation industry, basically. Um, so I think that's why I ended up with civil. Um, and I don't know. I feel like if I... It's hard. Like, it, I, I don't know, because I, I feel like there's other, there's probably other avenues that I would have liked as well. Like, right. I don't know, maybe public health or something like that. But, right. So I feel like there's a couple things that I probably could have tried out in college and maybe liked the same or didn't. I don't know. But you do kind of get a little pigeonholed in to trying, you know, kind of going for a certain major. Right. And then sticking with it because you don't want to be in college forever. <laughs> So, <laughs> yeah, and keep paying money <laughs> <laughs> and a lot yeah. of money. Yeah, and I'm I'm not really sure what to do about it, but I do know that that's kind of very intimidating coming in at 18 and having to know what you want, know yourself well enough to know what you want to do for the rest of your life. I I I remember we had this discussion. Uh, I think maybe a year or two years ago, and it is. I never thought of it from this perspective. So it, that is a really good point because even in my country, you have to, you don't even have the option of changing once you start your, uh, like your undergrad. Like if you want to switch uh, majors, it's the process is even more difficult than it is in the U.S. Wow. And um, so if you are, you have selected whatever it is, civil engineering, just stick with it. And I just feel like you know, uh, you were so rightly said at that young age being given that responsibility where you're still figuring so many things out and you have to you know, like decide on this is what my life will be is just seems like there needs to be more guidance before you make the decision. <laughs> yes. So I completely agree. Yes. So it's, yeah. The, it's but tough. I think the transportation <laughs> thing I can totally see because I feel like you have this uh, quality where you want to help out whatever in whichever way you can. Uh, other people and whether it's through your profession or through this podcast and I think I feel like this is this podcast that we started now sort of is come through from the same uh, you know like origin that you have would you (laughs) I think that's true absolutely yeah okay so so it's uh so going through undergrad was it was it something which uh you know like did events help you in some way you know like defining uh, who you are now? Um, yeah. Um, I think it was very like gradual. Like mm-hmm. it took, it took a lot, it took time to like figure that out. Um, and I don't know. It's hard to say. Yeah. Oh, I can understand that. So yeah, definitely. So, so I know that last year, finally, uh, I mean, I shouldn't say finally, and that's a straight. You can say, say finally. <laughs> I would say finally. <laughs> but I think 
Yeah, you came out as gay <laughs> last year, and yes. uh, uh, you told us your、uh, your friends and your family.、Mm-hmm. And as you were saying, it was a process which was gradual, and I can only imagine how、uh, how much how difficult it must have been to just not just to have you know gone through that process where you are changing your life, but to have to say that to your family.、Um, is that something you would want to you know, like share with us that experience? Yeah. Yeah, it was、um, it was definitely tough. I think I actually like looking back and hearing other people's like coming out processes and everything. I think I definitely had it pretty easy in、right. comparison to some other experiences that I've heard about. So I do consider myself、um, lucky, like in that regard.、Um, but I guess like starting kind of towards the beginning, I didn't really. I feel like sometimes you hear about like people coming out about like how they've known like forever, like、mm-hmm. they've known, like they they can recall like certain events, like maybe they were like five or six or something like that, and they're like, I knew in this moment that something was different,、right. or whatever. But I felt like I didn't really have that. Like I didn't have, I didn't have a moment when I was young when I knew like that I was gay or or even that like something was different. Um, I just I just don't think that I had that like realization, and I think part of that may have been that like I didn't really date much like in high school. Right. So I think that maybe if I had had like maybe like more experiences with that, then I may have like caught on a little bit more. But I think I didn't really. It's funny like thinking about it now, but like、mm-hmm. I don't I don't think I knew like what it meant to like have a crush on someone or to like. Be attracted to someone. Like I don't think I. I think I took that as like, like I. I laugh about it now, but like you know Zac Efron, like yeah, the actor. The actor. So、yeah. I had like posters of him like hanging <laughs> up, and like I still think that he's extremely attractive,、right. but it's like a different. It's different attraction. Okay. Like I think he's very handsome, but like that's it. Like it kind of stops there. <laughs> Doesn't go any further. Right.、That. Okay. But I didn't like. Know that difference, like it, it. I can't really describe it because it's like a feeling. Right. Like, so, but I didn't. I didn't get that difference, like when I was even up till college. I didn't. Right. I didn't get that. And you were、um, going through this sort of phase in your life while you were in、uh, undergrad. Yeah. That's、mm-hmm. when you started to feel like you know maybe there. Yeah, and not even like not even freshman year really. It was kind of. Like freshman year, I don't really remember much of it coming up, but I think it was really like sophomore, definitely junior and senior year was、right. like the main, and、right. then grad school, yeah. Right, because yeah, for me, I think the the best part of your story is that your family was and your、uh, girlfriend's family both were very accepting. Yeah. And they were very happy for you guys because I incredible. I've, I've read about stories. Where people have not had good experience, as you already mentioned, and I've in my country, for example, we don't even have a recognition of being a homosexual.、Mm-hmm. So over there, it's even more difficult. Yeah, like it's not something you even tell your own family, let alone announce to the world. So I think that is something which、uh, was very heartening to see that、uh, you had a smooth transition once you did、uh, did come out. Yeah. But what what what's something because my lot knowledge of this you know like is so limited.、Mm-hmm. You know, I mean,、um, so I always felt like my understanding was coming from my part of the world that it was always something to do with trauma in your life that you had, for example, somebody had an abusive father.、Mm-hmm. 
so the girl was just didn't have any affection towards men mm-hmm. or it was something else in in their life which was you know sort of triggered this thing which is sort of like the the i think sort of the ignorant kind of an understanding that i had and probably most people have yeah no i think that's i think that's more common yeah right. like i've i've actually heard that yeah and i think in your case so you were saying it was like you had a very good upbringing yeah you had no Absolutely. issues at all so it was couldn't so, have had a better upbringing yeah and, and meeting your family i know exactly <laughs> yeah. that you are <laughs> you've like, witnessed it <laughs> so i think that's shattered my sort of uh, understanding <laughs> of like if somebody uh, because it's not a natural thing obviously like going back you know in time you you can see that the conventional way is that yeah. you know, you're straight right. so um So in your case, I mean, I'm fascinated by the fact that you know, like, it's something which can change at some point in life. Yeah, well, and I think it's also, it's also like, it's funny too because I may not have realized it until I was in college, mm-hmm. and but like this is something that was with me my whole life. Oh. So it's so it's different. It's not like, it's nothing that I chose. nothing that i changed about myself that I, that wasn't there previously it's just something that i didn't pick up on i think that's the thing interesting so like even like i told you about like zac efron or whatever right. but like i would ha- i would have like i would be attracted to like other like girls but not know that that's what that was like does that make any sense like yeah. like hillary duff like do you know her Yeah, I think I do. I think I do. <laughs> Loved her. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, but, but this I was didn't, you like, had you had no idea what that affection was. Exactly. So you it was there. It, it right. was there the whole time. But like I didn't I didn't pick it up. Okay. So it wasn't all, all of a sudden that you know like you were in your sophomore year or senior yeah. year. All of a sudden the switch exactly. turned from being straight like, to gay. I'm just going <laughs> to I'm just going to be gay. Yeah. <laughs> so it was something which was you know like which had been there but yes. you had not been able to define it. Yes. And I and I think that that's true for every gay person. Right. That you know that they it, when they figure it out depends on who they are and their experiences. I think I just didn't have an experience that made me look at myself in that way. Right. And that, that I think that's why I didn't realize it. Um but I and I actually think that that's more common than than people know too. Right. Cuz I think the story that's out there generally is that you know when you're young but there's people that are you know that get married and and then realize oh my gosh i've been gay this whole time and i just right. didn't, i didn't put it together yeah that, but i think i still think for those people that they've been that way their whole lives right yeah so it's yeah that that is a very good point because i've read articles where people have been married for decades and yeah then of course they got divorced or mm-hmm. separated or whatever and that just seems like that now it seems more sort of uh i can understand i can digest this more now that since you're saying it is something that is probably has been there for a long time mm-hmm. but you just couldn't really sort of figure it out it was something which yeah. wasn't you know like you weren't adding one and one to yeah. make it two you just thought it was probably nothing yeah exactly so in your case i mean it's it's wonderful that you know like you managed to figure it out at a point in life where it's uh you weren't in in some other relationship which would have been shattered true so it all worked out yeah. in a way which was you know like uh good for for your own emotional health as well 
because yes. I cannot even imagine somebody <laughs> having to uh, go through this, having married for any length oh, of time, yeah. but even if, like, oh, yeah. let alone decades. Yeah. So it's, it's it just seems like such a big uh, life decision. Yeah. Well, make. and I think it was like, it, it for a while, the, the emotion that I felt was like utter confusion mm-hmm. for, for a long time. Like I was just very confused. I was like, what? And this was around your... Uh, during your undergrad? Yeah, year? this was during undergrad. Probably like, maybe like sophomore, junior year. Right. I was just like, I didn't understand what was going on. And actually, um, well, because I, well, I had, I guess I can say her name. <laughs> My roommate was Haley. <laughs> I think you can. <laughs> yes. And so we were randomly paired freshman year yeah. as, um, as roommates in the engineering dorm that we were living in. And we were just friends like freshman year. And then sophomore year, um, like, we were we were always best friends. We were definitely best friends first. Right. But we kind of started blurring the line a little bit, I guess is how I would say that. <laughs> like, sophomore right. year and junior year. And um, it was very confusing. Right. I was like, what, what is going on? Like, this. And then I, I, I went through the whole, like, yeah. One we would, and, and actually, uh, Haley was going through the exact same thing. So she actually didn't realize that she was gay either. Right. Um, so it, that was kind of nice, though, because we were kind of trying to figure it out together, but also confusing as hell, because wow. we were both like, what's going on? So it was almost like she was in the, the same boat as you were. Exactly. It wasn't same as boat. If, so she hadn't figured <laughs> it out either. No. So maybe it, it was maybe it was a good thing then. I think, it, think? I actually think it's a good thing, because we could kind of like take it at our pace, <laughs> and we ended up being at the same pace. And, like, I remember conversations with Haley, like, we, us trying to, like, I'll say quote-unquote break up, because technically we would never admit that we were together in the first place, but, but basically I remember, like, talking to her about it, and, and then we would just get, get upset, like, we'd both get upset about it and be like, ah, I don't want to, like, break up or whatever, that's, that's dumb, like, maybe we should just try to work it out or something, and, and then we just kind of like were this stagnant, like, I don't know what we are for mm-hmm. a while. That's kind of like what it was. But I feel like looking back, I think we both needed that. Like, I think we needed that time to figure out what we wanted. And um, and actually, one one thing that we ended up doing, we ended up going to see a counselor at Tech. Oh, and okay. And luckily, they have great services there where it's wow. free. And yeah. you can, yeah. as a student, you can go and like talk to somebody and we found a great counselor and we went in like together for one thing. And I'll, I'll always remember. It was so funny. There was this one, like we got in we sat down and we were, we were like, I don't, I don't, we don't know what's going on. Like that was the summary of the, of the conversation. Like we were so confused. She was probably like, Oh my goodness, this is so easy. But like to us, we were (laughs) like, what is happening? So, and then I just remember, like I said something about something like, we are like sort of dating, like we want to be dating or like sort of are dating. Right. Like we don't know what we are. And like, I'm not gay though. Right. Like, or something <laughs> like, like maybe it's just Haley. Maybe I just like her a lot. And you were sitting together or was it separate? We were sitting together. Okay. Yeah. We did it together. Okay. Um, I was like, maybe I just really like her or something. Like maybe that doesn't, maybe it's not like women. Maybe it's just Haley. Or right. Um, so was, again, like trying to figure it out in my mind. And I was like, and we've, like, tried to break up, and, like, we can't, like, every time we try, like, one of us is crying or, like, something like that. And the counselor just looked at us, and she was like, why don't you guys just 
stay together? Why don't you just date? And I just remember looking at each other and we were like, oh, I guess Some we could. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah. oh, I guess we could just date. Wow. And then, so we did. And I remember after that conversation, I felt like so calm. Wow. I was just like, okay, this, like, it doesn't, I don't have to know the answers all right now. Like, I can just right. feel it out and see how it goes. I think so. it's funny that you mentioned the, the counselor because my next yeah. question would have been, so going through this, um, this, you know, stage in your life, you obviously didn't tell your family. And yeah. Yeah. This was before this was I had, before. I, I had trouble telling myself, so I wasn't yeah, about to tell exactly. my family. Was there, yeah. so was it the counselor who was able to help or was there somebody else in your, like a mutual friend or somebody who managed to sort of help you through this process? Or was it just the counseling? I think it was mainly the counselor because I actually, I didn't know anybody that was gay. And yeah. I actually, I know like a coworker, a couple coworkers, but I don't have any like friends that are gay. Right. So I didn't really, I guess I didn't really have anybody like that to kind of walk then. me through. Yeah. And I actually think I, I asked like the counselor lots of questions and asked like her how to do it and like how to talk to my family and everything. And then, um, to be honest, YouTube, like I watch YouTube videos. There's wow. a ton wow. out there from like, um, gay, from gay people just talking about their experiences and coming right. out and how they did it and how their conversations went and stuff. So I actually, actually wow. relied on the internet, So yeah, <laughs> which sometimes helped. is not a good thing, but in this case it did help. Well, that's good to hear because generally it's. <laughs> it's always the other way around. Yeah. Like you end up finding something which is completely different. Exactly. It actually made me feel more like it was okay. Right. And that it wasn't this like weird thing. Right. Because to me, it's, it just seems so foreign. Even though it was who I am, like it still felt like I didn't understand it at all. And I was just like very, just very confused. Yeah. I can. Yeah. I can, I can totally imagine uh, yeah. something which is, you know, so, as I've said before, like it was so life changing that, you know, you wouldn't. It would be it would be tough to actually comprehend all that, and you're still yeah. you know like this was all happening while you were still sort of like late teens. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean I, I I'm amazed that you know like you guys did a sort of managed to get through this process in one piece. <laughs> that's 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 very exactly. Good. And yeah, I think because I feel like if you are going through any tough time, you need somebody around you to sort of have, you know, like sort of a shoulder to cry on or not just to yeah. cry on, but just sort of like a support, uh, in your case, like you said, you're saying you didn't even have friends who were gay. So it was, yeah. so the counselor obviously was the key who managed to get you through. Yeah. Cause it was somebody that we could like talk to about without any, whatever. Yeah. Like, and we knew it wasn't going to get out. And I think that was the thing too. Like, I didn't tell anyone like right. I didn't tell any friends or and and also like I didn't want to tell any friends before I told my family because I just thought like I wanted to tell them first and I wanted to that's the other thing I wanted to wait till I was home long enough right. to like have that conversation because I didn't want to be home for like two days and be like by the way <laughs> see ya back to college <laughs> so like finding the right time to do it was hard too that's yeah I mean there are so many things which are sort of to, you have to consider yeah. before you come out with that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, that's, that's amazing. I mean, one of the things which I, I think um, it's sort of like a, from a social or like a political point of view, um, did 
being gay in in the US or being gay specifically in in Virginia is that something which also played on your mind is that something because the way the world is right now or uh, i mean it's probably more tolerant but still you know like there have been events uh which have made i i'm guessing it have made it harder to go through this process what was that ever in your mind going through this yeah having to come out i mean yeah definitely and i would actually I would say too that for my family like when I told them first of all they were very supportive yeah. and um I think it they were kind of shocked at first too which is you know to be expected um but I think like they were they were very very supportive and it's probably the best reaction that I could have asked for from them right. um and grandparents included like both sides um were fantastic and um so I do feel very lucky with that um but i think um it does it does take a toll i think cuz you kind of hear stuff on the news about like people being mean to just to people just cuz they're gay or whatever yeah. and the pole shooting like when that happened yeah. that was horrible. that was orlando right yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah that was really bad um but and i think like it does affect me like even like day to day life like i try not to let it right. but it does kind of it does seep in a little bit and like i live in arlington so it, it's a pretty like liberal place and generally like you don't have to worry as much yeah. but i still do and like like even like we'll go out for a walk or whatever and and i think i think haley kind of does this too but we'll kind of think twice before we'll like hold hands or show like any affection or anything like that yeah. um outside the house because you don't know who you're walking by right and you don't like because I've, I've heard stories of like people just like strangers like making rude comments and stuff like that and i guess like i'm kind of nervous about that happening right. it's never happened to me at least but it could so but there is still in the back of your mind you still feel like there is a level of discomfort when you're outside maybe something yeah. might happen Yeah. So that definitely. Yeah, I mean because the way I see uh you know like the events unfolding the last couple of years it does seem as if you know, like uh society seems less tolerant to ideas which are not seen as conventional or traditional. Yeah. So I can you know like uh I can only feel the the pain in that sense that you know like it's it's always feels like a risk. But is that something which like uh you feel like it's something you can uh i know like you definitely are doing stuff outside of uh, your uh, professional life which is to uh support different charities and different organizations but do you feel like over time this is something which will improve or is it going to be the long term and not the short term yeah i think it i think it's something that that would improve and i think like i i have the power to make it improve also right. Like I think like I don't I think what I'm starting to learn too is that I don't have to like wait for society to like accept me. Like because yeah. you'll be waiting forever. Like there's always going to be someone that's yeah. not going to like you because of something. Right. Like you can't please everybody. So I think like the more that I kind of drill that down in my brain, the less that I'll care, I think. And I think I'll get to the point where I'm just like I it doesn't matter. Like it just doesn't. So, I'm not there yet, but that's that's the goal. That's the goal. <laughs> well, that's a good goal. Yeah.
No, I think, yeah, I mean, it, it would be the best case scenario would be an ideal society would be where you are judged for your character, for your personality and not what, you know, like anything else, which, you know, like, yeah. which is, which is superficial. And, uh, and I think it, it does sort of feel like, you know, it, it's, I feel like it's in the short term, we, there will be obviously like, uh, like issues, but in the long term, I feel like society will finally be more open as, as you can, uh, you know, like even in the last a few, de- a few decades, I think it's become a lot more acceptable. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, being gay yeah. is, is not as, um, unusual or not, I think the English word is taboo. Yeah. Like it's like, if you see old movies or something, <laughs> there's a de- very different take on being gay. Yeah. And you see <laughs> more recent stuff and then you see, okay, well, this means, uh, in general, people seem to be more open to this idea. And, yeah. and accept people for who they are and not what, you know, like anything else, like holding hands in the public should be something which... Yeah. <laughs> well, especially like, it's just somebody that you love too. So like, when is that ever a bad thing? You're like, no matter, you know? That is a fantastic point. Yeah. yeah. Like loving is, like it's a strange society where hate is more... Uh, you know, like it's it's some it seems to come more naturally to some people, yeah. which it should not be the case. But uh, yeah, I think that it's it's great that you know, like uh, you've managed to get through this uh, with with limited issues or no issues at all, <laughs> and that is wonderful. Yeah, and, it is, and I think that that that's par- partially because I came out in twenty, you know, twenty sixteen or whatever. Right. Like yeah. not, you know four years ago or something like that. Right. So yeah. it definitely is the time. It's it's a lot better. I think right. we still have a long way to go, but it is a lot better. And right. I think like the more people that talk about it and the more that it's in movies and the more that people see it, the less like crazy it seems. And the, the less like, I don't know yeah. about like crazy, but like l- the less non-normal, abnormal it seems, I guess. Yeah. I think that's yeah. the right, that's a, that's a good word because I think it, with some people, just the word seems to suggest that the person is not to be trusted. Yeah. Like this right. person is, there's something wrong with this person. Mm-hmm. And you know, like, so if you subscribe to that idea without even knowing somebody, that's always going to lead to uh, issues, whether it's uh, homosexuality, whether it's any issue at all. Like you, I just feel like it's, it's common for uh, people, which is strange that, you know, we have this. I you know, like habit of, and I've probably done this myself, like judging somebody without even knowing that. Oh person. yeah, we've all done it. So it's for sure. Know, that's that's something which is, um, I think it sort of it becomes ingrained inside of you, but but it's something which we should probably stay away from because we lose out on so many so much, uh, you know, uh, opportunities and learning if we just sit down and listen to each other. Yes. I mean, that's you know, like uh, just listening to each other's voices and each other's perspectives can be an eye opener. And uh, I think it's uh, it's wonderful that you are sharing this all this experience because I know this is something which was it's still very recent. What yeah, it kind of is. It I feel like it doesn't feel like it's that recent, yeah. but it it is. Yeah. And especially I think like um, I really felt like you know it's. Uh, having not known anybody who was gay beforehand. So it was something which came as a shock. Yeah. Not the biggest shock, but it was still mm-hmm. a shock. 
but uh, it was I felt like it's it was good to see because there is sort of this notion that person who is gay is supposed to act a certain way yeah look a certain way look a certain way that's what tripped me up too right because I had that in my head right I was like I so I had the stereotypes that I had heard of like lesbians and there are I feel like generally lesbians are like more butchy or whatever Mm -hmm. and yeah and there are lesbians where that identity feels right to them right but for me that's not like I'm more like I like wearing dresses or whatever right um but in reality like it just doesn't matter it doesn't matter like you just wear what you want to wear you like so like because you're still the same person you're still the same exactly which is you know like it's, it, it took me, you know, like, after you came out, and I was thinking yeah. about it, and I was saying, uh, you know, like, uh, you are still the exact same person I knew beforehand. <laughs> yes. I knew you for two years before you came out. Right. And the year after that has passed since then, you are still ex- exactly the same person. So it, it shatters these, you know, like, sort of uh, stereotypes that we had yeah. in our heads that, you know, like, uh, if a guy is gay or if a girl is a lesbian, whatever it is, that they are supposed to dress a certain way, they look a certain way. Otherwise, you know, like it's just, you know, like it's it's not possible. Right. So that's that's been <laughs> that can't like be. so th- that sort of is you know like a clear indication that you know like it's it's not as uh, streamlined as we sort of yeah. make it out to be. Not at so, all. Yeah. So it's 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 all about figuring out where life is uh, taking you and finding the right. And I think in your case, it might have been the counselor who finally managed to put you on the right path in other aspects in life you know sometimes it's like a like an advice you get from some random person so it's 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 never easy I yeah. understand that. <laughs> that's true but it's but it's uh so I think one point I've, I've always uh, like I've been thinking of asking you is that you used to be somebody who was not involved in social causes or political causes mm-hmm. at all uh, but in recent times you you've sort of, you know, become more active. Is it something which uh, was that you decided, like, I want to be, like, I've sort of grown up and I want to do this, or was it, like, something I was building up over time? Yeah, I think, I guess when, I I, I kind of really didn't pay attention to politics. Like, right. I thought it was, like, any time the news would come on, I'd just be like, ugh, no thanks, like, I don't want to listen to it or whatever. And I think just, when this this most recent election right. came around, I think I think I finally got it, like why it's so important and like why politics are so important and why because it's it's literally people's lives and like when you start talking about like healthcare issues and I guess specifically like social issues is what I've gotten more involved in recently, um, and when you start talking about that stuff. It, it really hit home for me, I guess, like why politics is so important and why having a good like leader is so important and why elections are so important. Right. And I don't think I got that like when I guess I just didn't, I didn't think about it. So, so it yeah. finally, you know, like it was, it was recent and yeah, I think, yeah, that's a, that's a great point. Like it, it, we always, I think uh, the younger you are, you sort of think, yeah, politics, it doesn't affect me directly in any <laughs> yeah, way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I didn't think it affected me. I didn't think it really affected anybody that I knew. Right. And so I was kind of like, I don't really need to, I don't really need to worry about it. Right. But that wasn't true at all. <laughs> right. And I think it, coming from a family which 
I mean, uh, I know that uh, you have you have you come from a family which is which has done well, and mm-hmm. I think you uh, were always like you you were always uh, I know what the the right English term for that is is it like um like middle class middle class yeah okay yeah. so you were never you know like in a situation where it was a struggle right that's true so yeah. do you think there was something through your uh, college when you went on your own and you you know went to Virginia Tech or through grad school which was sort of opened your eyes to something more than just because living in your own for example for me living in Pakistan and then coming here that's the first time i realized what a, being a minority is was there something in your experience in the, those 6 years at virginia tech which sort of made you understand world events or sort of not even world events but like society in general or social issues in general differently yeah i definitely think so cuz i think when i was like growing up i was mainly with white people like white middle class people So it's kind of I don't know, I didn't really get the diversity that I think probably would have been good to have um until college and specifically I'd say grad school too. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know if I was the only white person in grad school, <laughs> but I was close to it if not. Pretty close to it. And it I was honestly so. the best. I loved it. Right. Cuz I think you just you talk to people from different countries and different backgrounds than you and I probably learned more just talking to you guys than in any of the classes. <laughs> But <laughs> yeah, we did have some interesting conversations yeah. in those two years. But yeah, I think that's definitely definitely made a difference too. Um and especially like the recent like immigration reform that's been going on, like that's I I feel like I get it now like how that really affects people that I know and my like my friends and things like that and I don't think you necessarily have to like have a friend that's like from a different country to get it, right. but it does help you get there faster. It's kind of like like if you know someone that's gay right. and that maybe doesn't look like the stereotype or whatever, you kind of understand it faster than yeah. if you didn't. Yeah, I think it's that's like, a perfect analogy. It like sometimes it takes knowing someone, I think. Absolutely. I think that's to, to get it. That's that's a very good point. I think it's when you have somebody directly who's going through a certain difficulty or a certain you know like issue and then you can empathize more sympathize with that more so that's a very good point yeah and you start learning that like we're like we we had completely different backgrounds growing up but we're still like so similar so similar like we have so many similarities that's ins- yeah yeah i i feel like coming here and you know it's it's so interesting that you pe- meet people from so many different diverse backgrounds whether it's different countries whether it's a different you know like a uh, social structure like my uh, my the social structure in my country is completely different from here but still you know there is so many things that we have similar rather than different and it's funny how when you look at world events and you look at the the, the news you know like when it's discussing different parts of the world that it's one it's oversimplified <laughs> and it's always always focuses on differences among societies yes and you got you and I, it was the same experience for me in grad school i think i felt like um there is more that brings us together as a world community as humans than you know takes us apart whether it's a different faith whether it's a different you know like nationality ethnicity race whatever it is and i think that's something which 
seems uh, I feel like is missing from the current environment not just in the US but world over yeah and we just need more dialogue and even if you don't agree with somebody 100% or not even 50% I feel like it's still possible to get along with that person yeah but if you look Absolutely. at the way things are happening in the world right now it, it almost seems like you have to agree with somebody 100% <laughs> otherwise that person is not worth my time no good no yeah good. so it's uh it's you know, true i just feel like you know it's uh and that's where you know uh when you came up with the idea for this podcast it you know hit me and it's sort of you know like uh in the right way that it's something which is missing from the landscape just talk about stuff no matter what it is and an open dialogue will definitely help and uh and i think yeah. it's uh it's a start where i think hearing your experiences and uh you know like my background in the previous episode i think it sort of gives a uh, a better understanding of you know like what you are how you ended up here so yeah i think um i would like to thank you for your time then <laughs> i think this has been thank you this has been another enlightening yes. enlightening talk <laughs> Is there any other aspect which you would like to discuss which I might have missed on? Hmm. I don't think so. Did we cover everything? Yeah, I think we got it all. All right. <laughs> well, thank you for the time then. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Community Voices We're Listening. Please click that subscribe button if you want to hear more from us and leave us a review. You can find us at our website, communityvoicespod.com. You can email us at communityvoicespod at gmail.com. And you can also follow us on Instagram at Community Voices Pod. Thank you again for listening, and we will talk to you soon.